Okay, Maddie, Rock Lobster, not um, not relevant, I guess, to a lot of regional Australia, but incredibly important to some. And notably, I guess everyone's uh, well aware of the the China impost on sales, which has made things uh, very difficult for, for the industry over the last two or three seasons. So, so fascinating um, to hear from you today on how the industry's traveling and tracking uh, in, a, in a market that's largely ex-China, or is it uh, ex-China? Uh, you tell me, uh, over to you. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, we all know the story, I think, by now of um, the rock lobster industry, the Western and the Southern rock lobster industries, and just how for all the wrong reasons they were the poster child for COVID and our, and our trade issues with China um, in 2020. So we had, prior to 2020, we had a situation where 90% of our live and chilled exports went into, went into China. So we were a very, very reliant um, uh, market on, the, on the, that Chinese demand, particularly around events like Chinese Lunar New Year and so forth. Um, and then as a result of COVID in early 2020 and then China's trade ban on Australian rock lobster exports later in the year, the bottom absolutely fell out of the market. So the past two years has really been a story of uh, domestic producers trying to find those alternative markets. Um, I think everyone will have seen on their local uh, fishmongers' uh, shelves over Christmases past, um, we've seen a, a lot more crayfish coming onto the market, which has been gratefully received, but unsurprisingly it's not quite at the price that China would pay. Um, so while it's been a good alternative market, it really hasn't been um, something that, that that will properly replace the China market. So as a result, we've also had um, the industry going out to look for alternative export markets, unsurprisingly. Um, prob again, probably unsurprisingly, what we've seen is an uptick in exports to Hong Kong and Chinese Taipei. They were the markets that Rock Lobster went into prior to the Chinese-Australia Free Trade Agreement coming into place, and they're usually... Uh, staging points for re-exporting to China. Um, so, but the the both the price and the volume is far, far, far lower than when it was going direct into China. Also, it's seen some growth and some growth potential in Vietnam, US, Korea, Singapore, and Malaysia. But they're all from very, very small bases, and they obviously are still in their in their infancy. Um, so, the the market, the industry has done very well in starting to find alternative market, uh, export markets. And I think most people in the rock lobster industry would admit to the fact that they were too heavily reliant on China and that whilst it's been an incredibly difficult few years, it's, it's a good thing that we are starting to find some alternative markets, some different trade routes, some different customers, and that will serve the industry a bit better going forward. Um, what has been the key issue outside of volume is, unsurprisingly, price. Uh, so in 2018, 2019, Australian expert, exports were receiving somewhere around 60,000 US per tonne. Um, now they're down to just under 40,000 US per tonne. So it's been a real cutback in that price. But it's also worth noting that that price is fairly akin to or a little bit higher than what the industry was receiving in early in the early 2000s, between 2000 and around 2008, um, uh, prior to that China market booming. So what we're actually seeing, surprisingly, even though it probably doesn't feel like it for many process, for many producers, is we're seeing a bit of a return to normal. Um, so whilst it's difficult, it's obviously been 
a, a tough a tough time for many producers. It, what's really clear and the real message out of this is that the industry has found some really decent stability. There is no indication that we're going to head further down in either prices or volume or exports. And really, the the growth potential is all the, in the upside and everything is looking more positive than negative for an industry that's been pretty besieged. Yeah, that, that's great to hear. And to think it's stabilised at worst um, would be really welcome news. And um, I agree from what we've seen uh, as a response, the industry's been really well organised and um, efficient in the way they've sought to find new markets. I think everybody agrees uh, a wider distribution of markets would be best. It's always hard to go past the the best price in the market though, isn't it? And often it will come down to the timing because you just can't instantly click into a range of markets to take the volume, take the price. Um, but if, but I think there's a lot of green shoots here, and and let's hope that um, the industry can can move forward again. And um, you know, as China comes back one day, it won't be just about China. It will be about some other valuable markets that we've created, and we don't feel therefore um, too highly exposed to a to a single given geography. So, great to hear. Thank you for the wrap today, Maddie.